guy Jay has me paying for title now. Jay? Jay Z. Because I wanted to listen to a bunch of Jay on December 4th, right? I was like, oh, it's Jay Z's birthday. Let me. He took everything off of pretty much Spotify. Yeah, because he's gonna, like, Jay Z is. When he didn't win the album of the year for 444, I was like, he already won because all the sales went to him. Yeah. Like, he already won. Yeah. Like, he was like, everybody was like, oh, well, he didn't win. I was like, nah. He knew he had, he, he, he had the, he had, a, he had the, um, win way before the awards even came out. He was, he was, he just showed up just for, I mean, it's better than Spotify. As far as like sound quality goes, it's sound better quality, than Spotify. Sound quality, yes. But it's like but, streaming quality, it's not as, like, sometimes it'll, it'll spot out. Cause I, cause I got, I had a six months, I had a, when 444 came out, I got, I got a new phone. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Because I think, like, um, Sprint was like, give me a six-month free. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is perfect. I yeah. was like, yes. Yeah. Give me all that shit. Yes. And I got 444, and I was like, oh, man. And I never even, and I ended up just, I ended up just rolling into the my drop period, and now I have title. Now I have Spotify and title. Yeah, I know. Now I'm paying for both, and it's like. Yeah. But if title ever gets the selection that Spotify has. They kept, they're kind of there already. I, there's still some, like, there's still some, like, um, like foreign artists that I listen to that aren't. They'll get there. Yet, they'll get there. I eventually, should, I, they'll get there. This stream quality, if it steps up, then I'll, I'll, I'll quit Spotify for sure. Yeah. But the stream quality is just, like... I don't know if I can quit Spotify. I can't ever quit the, what brought me to the dance, though. This is true. But I love Spotify, yeah. but I like Tidal a lot, too. Yeah. All right. That wasn't funny or interesting for the intro, so... I it guess wasn't. we're just gonna cut that out. <laughs> we just, you just, I can just cough into the microphone like I normally do. What episode is this? Eight? Uh, nine? Nine. I think. Eight or nine. I mean, I'm, I can't even count these things. It's hard to keep track because I don't number them. Well, that and like we lost one. And we lost one. We lost one. So. Speaking of Jay, we lost one. <laughs> but yeah, we're here. Episode eight or nine. You know what I've noticed over the past couple of weeks? What's that? We've gotten some reviews on iTunes. Okay. And they've been pretty good. Because I, I, I can't ever see them when I don't have an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone either, so you have to hack your system to get to them. But we... Well, uh, still, still leave them, though. We're still gonna, leave them. Because we're, cause we're going we're gonna to find a way to get them. Definitely leave them. And definitely leave uh, five-star reviews. Don't oh. leave four stars. Like, that's just... Like, either leave five or one. Like, don't leave two, three, or four. That's just, like, why? I'll take I'll, I'll, I'll take four. No, don't take four. Why? why take four when we can have five? No, because, I If mean, you got enough for the five, why not the six? <laughs> ja, ja Rule said that on an episode of Cribs one time. That's... It made that me feel make, like... That doesn't make that okay. Does the, that make that okay? I mean, it stuck with me this entire time. And it's still not okay. Anytime I feel like I've made it, I feel like a broke boy whenever I hear Ja just saying, like, yo, you can't afford the six? I don't even know what he was talking about. He could have been no, talking about cars. I don't talk about right now either. I mean, because... But if you got enough power to leave a four-star review, just leave a five-star review. I mean, that, no, I'd appreciate the five stars if you can. Only five-star reviews. That's all I want. I don't want four star reviews. I want five star reviews. Why? But why is it okay to get one then? Because then you like we know you hate us. Like if you leave a two star review, like you kind of hate us, but it's not like if you could leave a zero, you would with a wow. one star review. I mean, okay. Like I don't want I don't want fake love. Like you either hate us or you love us. It's the most logical thing I've said in this entire podcast. I mean. Yeah, like I guess you leave the four and like constructive criticism. Like, what you can work on though is <laughs> yeah. Don't give me no constructive criticism, fam. All we're doing is talking and having a conversation, and it is your privilege to be listening to it. <laughs> and you can tell them I said it. But we've had some great reviews. I'm gonna read a couple of them just to thank everybody for out there. Uh, this first one is from uh, Emily the Ginger. Five star review. State your take is the unreasonable opinion podcast of the year fantastic love that don't need to read it anything more but that first sentence probably my favorite sentence (laughs) i've ever read about anything i've ever done do you enjoy yelling at people with zero consequence listen to state your take and yell at ed and aaron but mostly aaron all you want they can't hear you they'll give you plenty of reasons to yell mostly aaron mostly me i'm the idiot (laughs) 
This next review is from Shovelsworth, another five-star review. These guys are naturals. Their sincerity of their banter oozes through my speakers. A little gross. The pair obviously have natural chemistry together, and the subject matter is relatable to anyone who's ever sat down with a best bud and just discussed current and rhetorical topics. That's what we're shooting for. Yeah. That's, that, that's pretty much like the aim. Rhetorical is my middle name. Every laugh is genuine, and every, com- every moment is pure gold. Ed and Aaron skate the line of political correctness, but always stay within a respectful boundary of competence. Uh, I think that's more you than me. I mean... I'm not. I'm just not being an asshole. Like it's not like being political correct. Like, no, you're just more competent than I am. Oh, this podcast is my new fave. Thank you. Thank you. Shovelsworth. Thanks, Shovelsworth. Because there are a lot of there, there are a lot of podcasts you listen to. For us to be a fave, that's it's high praise. Yeah, there's lot of stuff out there. This next review is from uh, Lucy Lou, aka Leal. From Hold My Pasties podcast. Hold My Pasties Please podcast. Please. Don't forget the please. Don't forget the please. Be polite. Five-star review. Again, killing it from the five-star. I really enjoy the way they approach different and random subjects. New fave podcast. You know, uh, DJ actually does that podcast now. Does he? Yeah. Regularly? I think so. Okay. He called me yesterday and told me that I essentially fathered his whole style when it came to the podcast game. Uh-huh. And he wanted to thank me personally for... Uh, introducing him to the new world of podcasting. That's what's up. So shout out to you, DJ. Uh, I'm not calling. He wants like he has this name. No. He has a nickname on there. No, I'm not calling no. him that ever. No. So I saw it. I was like, no. Yeah. No. Congratulations on getting people to call you that, but I'm never no. referring to you that. No. Ever in life. You might get hit in the ribs if you even ask me to ask you that. I'm just want to let you know that off top. Like, just don't even bring it up to me. On the strength, like, and then, and then, like, I don't have anything against you, but I'm just not gonna call you that. Never, please don't, please don't bring it to the table. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking you politely. <laughs> and then we got a message on. Uh, we got a DM on Instagram from uh, my boy Johnny. He said, "I'm digging the show. Even the little cutaways with the music are fire. Y'all are great it's together. Aaron with the off the wall shit, and Ed tends to bring it back down to civility. LOL." You both have great open outlooks on things, even the difference in opinion. Just waiting for the podcast to catch fire and spread, guys. Y'all potential is amazing. So thank you, everybody out there, uh, far and wide, for leaving such nice comments and reviews for us. Appreciate it, man. We love it. Thank you. Con- yeah. Please continue to do If you haven't done so already, please tell a friend. Tell a, yeah, tell a friend and have that friend tell a friend. We're also now available on TuneIn, so now you can talk to Alexa and tell us to play the most irritating podcast on the world. And it might show up. That'd be dope if that were to happen. And if we were just say most play the most entertaining podcast, we would just be on your speakers. I think eventually, at some point, we will get there. Man, Coles. <laughs> All hail our new king of rhythm and blues. Make way, make way, Jacquees. Is a new emperor without fans. Make way. Gather way. Nobody co-signed on Jacquees being the new king of R&B. Get out of the way. Make space. Make room. It's a new king. This is our king. This is our, your king. This is our king. My king too? It's everyone's king. Not my king. He's everyone's king. Hashtag a man has no king. He's everyone's king. He said it himself. Right before he talked about this pimp on his chin. What is Jacquees' biggest song to date? I think it's B.E.D. No. It's not? It's the uh, boot up hijacked remix that he made. Oh, he so... He... That's got to be his biggest smash hit. And it wasn't even an official release. That's a cover though, right? Um, Kind of. Technically, it's a cover. I'd say it's more like a jacket for beats. It's a cover. But either way, it's his biggest song to date. I thought, I thought like his actual, like his song... His song is B.E.D., right? I don't know. I don't know. Is that even R&B? Can we count that as R&B? What's, I mean, where's he going to put it as? Like, uh, where's he going to put it? I don't know. See, this is the argument that I think um, should have been brought up a long time ago is what is the difference between modern day R&B and modern day hip hop? Because um, you have hip hop artists rapping. Or, I'm sorry, you have R&B artists rapping. Right. And you have hip-hop artists singing. And the music and the beats sound very similar. 
and the tempo and the mood is very similar for a lot of these songs. So what does R&B make? I think it's levels to it, though, because when Chris Brown raps, it's not bad, but he's a better singer. And like he's singing it on the track, so it's you, you kind of like say it's us R and B. So, but like when Drake sings, it's like okay, this is it. You singing, but I mean, this isn't that great as a song. One of these days, we're gonna have to have an honest conversation about Drake. You keep saying that. No, <laughs> I know, but people aren't ready for it. Okay, I mean, I don't think this. I don't think there's much you can give me that's gonna make me just. That's going to floor me about that, so. I'm just saying, we need to have an honest conversation about Aubrey. Aubrey. And then, I think, we'll open up some eyes, and maybe, maybe the world will change. I don't know, but I just know that now is not the time for that conversation to happen. Okay. But anyway, we're talking about Jacquees. We're talking about, that. We're talking about New King. We're talking about R&B. Our new King. King Jacquees. Does he deserve to be crowned as our new King of R&B? Of this era, which he did distinct, distinctly say. Of this generation. Yes, of this degeneration. Of this generation. Check for the pimple. Can you name five R&B singers from this generation? Mm. I can't. I mean, I guess, would it be if they're making stuff now? Uh, that, would, that would be uh, of this generation, I mean, yes. Bobby Valentino. When was the last Bobby Valentino song you heard? I mean, you said this generation. You, what was the last? You're asking no. way too much right now. That's not. That was last generation, though. What generation was that? What do you mean that? That wasn't like twenty years ago. I was in college when Bobby Valentino was hot. How long was that? How long ago was that? Uh, like, oh god, that's still just this generation, though. Like over ten that, years you're ago, not that far. Yeah, that's still this generation. You're not that no, far it's from. not. No, it's not. Okay, so, okay, okay. So we want like. Give me, give me years in like what, like in the past five years? In the past, what is it? Two thousand. It's about to be two thousand nineteen. So give me the past nine years. Nine years, okay. Um, Chris Brown. Okay. Uh, did the pedophile make anything new? No, I don't think so. He's been going on tour a lot though, but he's definitely older generation. That's another thing. What this has done is that people out here talking about how he's not the king of R and B, which is fine. Jake Jacquees is not. I'll go. I will co-sign that. How However, dare you? what you're not gonna do. Oh shit! Are you about tell, to say it? Are you gonna say me, it? Oh, you gonna say it? Are you gonna say, say it? Are you gonna say it? R. Kelly ain't the king of shit. He ain't the. I don't. No, I don't care. I don't care how many. Chapow! Chapow! I don't know. Pow! Pow! I don't care. I don't. I do not care how many. People that are listening, they got that. He was a soundtrack to you getting pregnant. I do not care. I do not give a shit about that. Like I think so. I think when some wires tweeted like he's the king of R and B. Do his um his um past allegations don't discredit his work. I'm like, yes, the fuck they do. Okay, all right. Because talk your shit, Ed. If I think you're singing to a 14 year old. I can't take this shit the same way. Like, I don't want to hear ignition when you think when I think about you thinking about a fourteen year old girl or something like that. Okay. This leads into a bigger conversation. All right. If we do that for R. Kelly, mm-hmm. we have to do that across the board. That's fine. I know where you're going, and that's fine. Okay. But we're gonna be getting rid of a lot of people. It's fine. A lot of talented artists. I'm not saying they didn't do anything. I'm saying like I'm not gonna say the greatest at this thing, because like that puts a mark on your record. I yep. can't. I, I can't put you as saying you're the best at this. Like, can I take everything away from your work? No. Can I say you're the best at it? I can, can I say you're not the best at it. Absolutely. Because like if you're the best at it, like then you, then I that I can I'll be able to separate the art from what you're doing. And with R. Kelly, I cannot. Yeah. Because, like, you sing about sex and you've committed sex crimes. So, I don't know how I could disconnect those two. Okay. All right. I'm rolling with that. So, okay. We know Jacquees is not the current king of R&B. And we're <laughs> removing R. Kelly from being the all-time king of R&B. Right. I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not hearing that at all. So, we need to know today, in order to continue 
life. Y'all, y'all have the heart line. Y'all have the heart line. Who is the all-time uh, king and who is the current king of R and B? Hard thing to say though. And how far back do you want to go? But that's a hard thing to say. Exactly. Are we going? Are we going back Marvin Gaye? Are we going Man, back Al like, Green? That's so as I'm saying, like you can't. Ronald Ooh. Isley. It's just so many um, people that are just been doing their thing in their own time that you can't like name a king. Like I think John Legend said that too when he was when he responded. He was like, "There's no really, there's no real king. So everyone's kind of been around doing the same thing at their at their own time." Because John Legend did his thing, Usher did his thing, and it's like there are some people out there doing. Chris Brown did his thing. So there's some people doing things at their own time and just making their own way into the R and B thing. That like, there's no king. Do we have to judge the king? Do we get to? Rule who is the king based off of how many children were birthed during their runs. Like how many? How, like how many? Like how, how many much babies were made? Like how much ejaculate did you produce based <laughs> off of your songs? I think that's how we deserve, determine who is the new king. It's hard to refute that, honestly. Like that seems like a pretty um. It seems like a pretty good measuring point if you could do that. Like I, like I don't know. I don't know how you survey that. Well. Okay, let's think about this scientifically. If it takes how much cum does it take to make one child? I mean, not much. Okay. So all you have to do now is you just ask people, like, hey, what were you listening to when you first conceived child A? And they'll say, Oh, we were listening to uh Jodeci. And you're like, All right, that's one mark okay. for Casey and Jojo. And then you just take however much cum that was to make that baby, right? And then you just multiply it by however many kids they had, right? So at the end, when you're done asking the entire world, and we just measure it, right? It's just it's just like a like a like a bar graph, okay, of how much cum was was spilt spilt during their. Uh, <laughs> this is a that was a really gross imagery. Just, no, it's. I mean, you went there, and I didn't stop you. So I just let you kind of go there and went into like your whole like into your your cum tallies. So <laughs> I, like, I, I I just didn't stop you from doing that. And sometimes I sometimes I, sometimes I want to just like put my hand out and stop you from going to the hole. But sometimes I, I let you fall. I just let you fall, and like you'll fall, you hit the bottom, and you'll get up, you dust yourself off, and you'll learn. Hey man. Our struggles make us who we are. Exactly. We're gonna so, tie, we're gonna tie. That's a foreshadowing little little moment right there. We're gonna but, tie that all in later on, yeah, folks. Gotta, Stick I, around. So I got I gotta let you fall. That's fine. So we still haven't figured out who the kings are though. Who the kangs are? We don't know who they are, but we just know who they're not. Um, we know who they're not though, because it's like you can't be the king and just all you do is cover shit. Mm-hmm. Like how can you be the king of anything? But like your songs are you you're more famous for. Doing other people's songs on your own. I'm gonna need some uh some original work there, sir. That's what I'm saying. Like B E D is not what you that's you can't you can't say the king off of that. But it was just I also felt like it was just more funny to me than anything. Like it's not like I don't seriously think that he thought he was the king of R and B. I don't think that I don't I don't I don't really I never really cared. It was just funny because in this in this time where our nation is so divided, it was just kind of funny to see the nation all hold hands get together. <laughs> And say like, what the fuck are you talking about, King? <laughs> like everyone just like there. I saw no one say like, oh, he might be. Like they're like, nope. What the fuck is this dude talking about? Yeah. Everyone was just it was just unanimous. Mm-hmm. It was, the, the internet united and just like this dude. Like who the who the fuck is a Jacquees? It was remarkable to see. In it was like time. who the like every. I feel like we're just we're funding him now just because it's our duty. If we're just outputting content, that you have to do this at some point because everyone's done it. I feel kind of bad for this dude I went to college with named Jacquees. Because <laughs> if, if he doesn't have any idea of what's going on one day, he just wakes up and his name is trending on Twitter. I didn't think that was a real name. I no, didn't know his name that. That's his name? That was his name. Oh, my God. Hey, speaking of kings, the current king of comedy, Kevin Hart. Give me that. Give me the props on that. That's a good one. That's a good segue. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's pretty good. No, it's not bad. I give it like a it's like eight out of seven point five to eight out of ten. All right, I'll take that. It's not bad. Stepped down from the Oscars. Yeah. Due to pressure from someone pulling up some old tweets. Uh, some anti-gay language was used, and he said, "I'm out, but I'm not apologizing." Is this going to be the new um, 
sort of vetting process for our celebrities to do other things, particularly comedians. But there are layers to this story, though, because it wasn't just that he had like um, the anti-gay tweets, because he did he had he had those he had those anti-homophobic tweets, but also have to think about he was hosting the academies. Mm-hmm. Things haven't been that great for them in, as of late. No, like there's like Jada Pickett played them a couple years ago, saying like you know. Where, where black people, and black people out here, and Harvey Weinstein's like fucking like half the nominees and stuff, and raping him and shit. And then you had that, and then you had women out with arms. So like when this came out that he was had the tweets, the camera was probably just like, "Yo, we're taking a lot of flack right now." Yeah, can so, you do us a solid? Yeah, just can you just say, "Hey, man," can you just say, "Hey," can you just apologize for this stuff? Like we don't, we're not trying to like put you out there, but. Was, like our record isn't that great right now. But isn't that kind of what you get when you get a comedian to host something for you? Like I can't imagine that there's a single comedian that in the beginning of their careers didn't say some potentially offensive shit. Right. But just and that's fine, but just say you're sorry. Like while we have, we're not asking this, we're not saying that um you didn't do it. Just we just need you to apologize because we just don't want to look bad. Yeah. Can you just say you're sorry? Just, just say you're sorry. Say you're sorry. Show growth. Just a little bit. And I, I even get the part that he said that um he's apologized for it before, and I guess you don't. I guess it's a. I guess at some point you don't want to have to like say the thing over and over and over again. But it's just say it one more time for the people in the back. Like just. <laughs> I guess all I have to do is just say it one more time in case they didn't hear you. Right. I don't. Cause the thing is, like he 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 stepped down, but he ended up apologizing on Twitter anyway. It's like, what's the point if you stepping down if you're gonna apologize on Twitter anyway? You could have just done this before. Yeah. So it's, I, I kind of I get where it's coming from a little bit, but I don't agree with them. It's just say it one more time. What's the what's the big issue? Just say sorry one more time. Just say like, hey, this is what I'm about. But just say you're sorry just one more time. So. It was weird. Other comedians have come up and defended him for not apologizing, mm-hmm. saying that when comedians apologize for jokes, then everything surrounding their act kind of falls apart. It doesn't. It does not. Because like, if you say it's still funny, it's going to be still funny. Like it's not like I'm thinking. Like when I when I analyze a joke, I'm not thinking about your entire life profile when you when you give a punchline. I don't have that kind of time. To do all that. If it's funny, it's funny. Period. If you just come out and say like, hey, what do you, hey, off the record, what do you really think about um, the LGBT community? You can just say, hey, uh, what I said wasn't hurtful. I'm sorry. I'm a comedian. But just just say you're sorry at least. I don't understand what's so hard about that part of it. Nick Cannon. Did you hear what he did? Yeah, I heard what he did. He dug up some old tweets from uh some old uh, comedian comedians, female comedians, yeah. old Twitters, Chelsea Handler, Sarah Silverman, uh, Amy Schumer. What's the point? Um, What's the point? I think what he was trying to do was show that um, there's a, I don't know if he's trying to show that there was a double standard or if there was some sort of like, um, you know, if, if there's some kind of consequence barrier between certain comedians that if you're a man or a black man versus a woman or a white woman, that you have to apologize for certain things, for saying certain things about certain groups. I don't know. I don't exactly know what his point was, but it was just interesting to me that he targeted those three in particular. So you're trying to tell me that, um, these white women got away with things that um, this black man didn't get away with. I think, no, that's not what I'm saying. Well, yes, they did. But what I'm saying is, is that if it's going to be a hard stance that people need to apologize for everything and anything that they said on record during a, uh, during a stand-up bit, during a tweet, during a TV show, a movie, whatever like that, then it needs to just be across the board for everybody, the exact same. I do think that um, people digging up tweets about people is kind of dumb. Like, I do think it's kind of dumb. 
because I don't I don't think you should be condemned. I think that um, we have to have a, a chance to learn and grow. And you can't be condemned for everything you tweet like for 10 or 15 years ago because like God knows. Like, I, I don't think I was on Twitter back then, but God knows I'm not thinking the same thing I think about 15 years old. So I don't know what, if someone thinks of something I think about 15 now until like, what do you think about this? It's like, I was 15 or I was 18 or that was a long time ago. Like I've learned and grown and I think you have to be given a chance to grow on some level. So that's what, and that's also why I thought about the Kevin Hart thing. Cause that was, that was like a decade. That was like 2010 that they found these, uh, these tweets. And like, I do think that, I do think he probably has grown as a person. Um, so I do think this is kind of stupid that they, people do this even to him though. At the same time, if it's brought out there, the least you could say is that you're, at least you do apologize for it. You can be like, I'm not, I'm in a different place now. You don't have to like double down and be, and just be like, oh, I've, 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 I've seen myself before. And it's, I've seen myself before. I get the frustration of it, but I mean, just let people know that you're okay with, like, you're not there anymore. That's all, like, that's all you can do. I, I think this witch hunt thing is kind of dumb when people do that though. I do, because I think I think that's that something happened. Because people always take like one side of it. Um, I think I think something happened with like and uh, in, um, in baseball where this guy had like some racist tweets. Before. Oh, the uh, pitcher from the uh, Brewers. Yeah, he had some racist tweets, and I think he got suspended for. Yep. He got suspended he, for a few for some games. Yeah. Now do I think I think she he should have been suspended. Probably not, because I don't think she's been suspended. But when he came back, he was also like applauded. Yeah, they gave him a standing. And I was like, I showed you that. I think I sent you that. Didn't did you I? send me that? I think I did. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you need to be suspended. Yes, but does he need a standing ovation? Also, no. Like I don't. That's my thing. Is like you're allowed to grow from that moment, and you know, I'm not gonna condemn you for something you did like five or six, seven years ago. If I feel like you may be in a different place, if, if I bring it to you and I ask you about it, then you say that that was in the past, and I'm in a different place now. That's all I can do is roll with that. But at the same time, you do not get a standing ovation for getting suspended for racist tweets. Like it's just stupid to me. Yeah, nothing heroic about There's that. Nothing heroic about what you did. Like you, you, you tweeted some crazy shit that you probably should regret. I'm not gonna stand and give you a standing over for that. So that's my thing. Is I don't think we have to condemn people for what they did put on Twitter in the past. But at the same time, if it's brought to you, just address that you're not in that place anymore and just say that you moved past it. If you have, and if you haven't. That's fine too, but if you haven't, then we should also we should also act accordingly to what you are if you are that. I think the important thing to take away from all this is just stay the fuck off Twitter, or just think before you tweet. Like I mean, don't I mean, goddamn. There like, really should be some sort of feature in Twitter that says, "Are you sure?" At, yes, yes, that should definitely be that. That should have that like that, like before you, even, like when you shut down your computer, like, like do you want to shut down? Like yeah. they should have that in Twitter. Like, are you sure you want to tweet? This? Are you sure? And have the paragraph on top, just so you can read it one more time. Yep. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Just no. Double check yeah. and make sure that because this is staying. That, that even if you delete it, someone's gonna screenshot it. That should that should definitely be a new a new um feature on Twitter. Just have that with second guess box. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. Yes or no? <laughs> click click the button. Like at least have you click twice and once. <laughs> well, one day when we're in charge. Right. Hey, speaking of Kevin Hart, uh, wait, I had something for this. Oh, we didn't get, we didn't really talk about him cheating, but hey, Kevin Hart cheated. And speaking of that, <laughs> Offset and Cardi B, Dunzo, Splitsville, heading to the old divorce court. Apparently we won. And we won. Apparently we won. We all won. When you see something like this. A young Hollywood couple break up after, God, how long were they married for? Like, not long. A few months, right? Less than half a year. Yeah, it wasn't a full year. Does it just tug at your heartstrings? Does it break you up? Does it break your heart? No, they're fine. I mean, they I mean, they're, they should be able to take care of themselves for the most part. So they're fine. Um I was just, cause I was just confused by the by the whole thing, cause when um, she released the video about uh, addressing that she's leaving Offset, and she just she just pretty much said that they're not in love anymore. And no, she she was like, she said, you know, I uh, we have a lot of love for each other, but it's just not working out. Yep. Ow. 
No, that's what she said. She said, we have a lot of love for each other, but it's just not working. Ow. Give him more credit than that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they, like, I thought it could have gone way worse. Because, like, her just saying that this cheating dude's, like, leaving her. Like, she's leaving to do the cheating on her. That could have gone way left. And it didn't. She's just like. How could it have gone more left? She could she could have, she could have flamed this dude on the internet. Oh. She really could have. She could have just, like, put air on all this shit. Talk about how it's like she can like f- like fuck that nigga and all this other stuff. Like, but she, isn't that what she did with that song? Uh, song? Uh, be careful. That's but that's that's that, like you're selling that. For, that's an album. It's an album. It was very clearly about Offset and his scandalous ways. We don't know that. You she, don't know. Have you listened to the song? I have. But we. Uh, How do you not know that it's about him? She has, she's been with a lot, a lot of dudes in her life. Oh gosh, dude. Come on. Now you're just being naive. I'm not being naive. I'm just saying that like you're you're. You put that on a record and you're selling your record. So you want to have something that you want to have something that's has some artistic value to it. Okay, to Ed. I'm just saying though. Okay. Like, it's not it's different from like Instagram post. You Whatever. know what I'm saying? Anyway. Cheating's cool now, right? The fuck? Yeah, it's like the cool thing to do. How is it the cool thing to do? I don't know. Just all the kids cheat. All the kids cheat? They talk about cheating uh, all right. the time. Who who are the who we can talk about that? The kids, man. The the, the kids. The younger kids. Who's talking about cheating? The kids. I just told you. What are you talking about? I, Why is my voice so high? I don't know. What's the deal with airline food? <laughs> the, the no, cheating culture, and I call it a culture because Damn, it is culture. It is a bit of a culture. Because nowadays cheating isn't looked at as severely as it used to be, I feel like. Mm, mm. I think for the people that are in it, I guess. Think about how easily Offset was able to just set up a potential three-way with two random chicks. He's Offset. But those girls knew that he was married. He's also Offset. But they also didn't know that he was, like, married-married. Yeah, apparently it wasn't. Apparently, according to Summer Bunny, it wasn't. The marriage wasn't that serious, which... How much more? How much more serious can it get than marriage? They have a whole ass baby together. A baby and a marriage, public marriage. She said, "I don't think the marriage was that serious." How do you figure that? That's one of the quotes of 2018. How do you figure? That's one that? of the quotes of 2018. That's, I didn't know the marriage was that serious. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's that's really what you that's really what you going with. That's your that's, that's what your you're excuse. going with. You would have been better off saying like, "I just didn't care about your marriage," or "I just I didn't know I couldn't do that." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Cardi. I didn't know that I couldn't I sleep know, with your husband. I didn't know I couldn't do that. You know, I was like, why are you going with that? Okay. No, cheating is cool now. Cheating is like the new norm. If you get cheated on, all you have to do is just forgive and forget. That's what they tell you. Who says I, that? I don't know. I'm just, I'm going by what I see on the internet, man. No, I like, the thing is. 50 Cent. Who else came to uh, give Offset some bail? You mean the Fuckboy Coalition? Yeah. It was, it was it was like 50 cents like TI. Yeah. It was the Fuckboy Coalition just came together. They were like, "We got you, brother." Yeah. And they just came to the offsets just we came to his aid. They told her, "Hey, take him back. He 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 did he made a mistake." The thing is we're not in a, we're not in a relationship. So, I I even if she takes him back, I won't criticize her, but I'm not going to be that's not going to be my lead off advice to you. My lead off advice to you is do what's best for you and that child. Um if that if that's if that has to be away from offset, that's fine. But do what's best for you with that child. I don't know the parameters of your relationship, but if you're not happy in there, then you probably shouldn't be there. And to say someone to take her back that's not even in, involved in it like that, or doesn't know the intricacies of what's going on, that just seems foolish to me. Like it was literally like a fuckboy relationship came together, just like Yeah, for all we know, there like there could be something else going on beneath the surface. Right. In addition to the cheating. Right. That led to the breakup. Exactly. So I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, you 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 shouldn't quit. I don't know the I don't know your relationship like that to tell you what you should and should not do. I just hope they that that she's happy, the child's happy, and that's all I can go with. I just don't, I I'm just I'm just trying to figure out who the fuck offsets talking to when he keeps saying we won. Yeah. Or fuck y'all. I don't who? know who y'all is. I just keep every time I read I'm just like look behind I'm like, who's y'all? Who is y'all? Who is that? You're talking to you. Is that us? None that of us me? really gave a shit about your relationship. Dude. I was like, look, I had, I was nowhere, I wasn't nowhere with like Cuban doll or any summer bunnies. I was nowhere involved in any of that shit. I don't know. We keep saying y'all won, and you keep saying fuck y'all. I miss Cardi. I'm like, I bet you miss Cardi, but I don't know who y'all is. I don't know why you keep talking to me about that. I don't know. Am I y'all? I don't know who y'all 
Sir. We is y'all. Sir. Sir. Mr. Set. <laughs> Do you think that's how he get re- he re- he gets referred to in divorce court? Probably. Uh, Mr. Set, you said here on uh, September third, two thousand eighteen, that you wanted to uh, have Miss Summer Bunny quote sit on your yak and ride that thing. Okay, we didn't even discuss the funniest part about this whole thing. What's that? Am I missing a part? Because it's been pretty funny for the most part. No, no, no. The funniest part of the okay. whole thing is how Offset spelled New Orleans. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell it? You didn't see it? No. You didn't see how he spelt it? No. Oh, my God. In the text messages that were released, Offset says to Cuban Doll, I want you and Cuban. Or I want, he said to the other girl, Summer Bunny. Mm-hmm. He said, I want you and Cuban. Can you make that happen? Okay. And then she replies, and she asks him, where you at? And Offset replies, Atlanta, I go to New Orleans tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll fly y'all. He spelled, take a guess on how he spells New Orleans. New Orleans. I'll just tell you. N-E-W space O-R space L-E-A-N. New or is he going to New Orleans? Orleans, New Orleans. That was the funniest part of this whole thing. That could have been autocorrect, though. Huh? That could have been autocorrect. Excuse me, sir. That could have been. Are you? Are you serious? No. He also spelled tomorrow. Not. He, oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he also spelled tomorrow Tomo. Tomo. That's how busy people smell tomorrow. When Nobody busy, smells you can't tomorrow put, like that. You can't put, um, you can't, you can't afford time. You don't have time for R's and W's. New Orleans Tomo is the four words that, there are words and there's no like autocorrect that could fix that because they're all, all our words. I'm pretty sure Tomo is a word. Yeah, but I mean, you don't have time for R's and like double R's and W's. I have time for all that. I got moves. I got to be bad and bougie. That is terrible. I don't have time for two. I don't have time to for R's. Maybe Cardi B is divorcing Offset because of his bad grammar. I mean, oh, that could be one of the many things that we don't know about. Like, that's why I can't say, go run back to him. Like, you can't think he's going to go take an English class. You know, we don't know that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, do what's right for you and the child. And, I mean, she's like, she's going to be fine. She got her own She got her own money now. Like, she's fine. Like, her, her and that baby's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. She's going to find some other dude. And... She'll be great, and Offset will keep, I don't know, having bad grammar and making and making um, recycled videos. That's about it. That's all, that's all I can expect, but as far as the cheating culture goes, it's like, there's no cheating culture because we're, people think that they are Offset or they think that they are these high-profile people and you're not. We're not. You can't do, like, we can't do what he's what he's getting away with like him as him testing to have like to have a three-way i can't do that i would love to see you try i i'm not even gonna try i can't do that i know that's well well behind my wheelhouse no can't do it so that's why he's i'm saying he's obviously he can do that kind of shit anyone with access can do that like jay-z that's how jay-z um tried to do that um and cheat on beyonce doing the same thing he has that kind of access are, we are not these people. Well, if this podcast ever blows, I, I, I'm pretty sure I will still be these people. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be these people at all. Yeah, me neither. So, <laughs> hey, so we have an update to one of our favorite stories. That was a good story. Yeah, man loses bid to legally change his age from 69 to 49 in effort to boost tinder profile judge said no go brought the case to the judge said i want to be 49 judge is like what the fuck you thought this is and get to house with this bullshit this is your old dusty ass out of my courtroom <laughs> i'm not about to be out here helping you catfish people legally waste my fucking time I could have been at home watching Netflix. You got me here with this bullshit. And they need to bang their gavel and left at some point. But I think that's me paraphrasing the way it went. I think that's from the, 
the uh, notes from the court. Mm, the stenographer. Yeah. I just uh, I, I just paraphrased the stenographer's notes. Dateline, Utrecht, Amsterdam, or Sorry. Netherlands. Sorry, shit, I fucked it up. Utrecht, Netherlands. You just, you just, I'm saying like you're just exposing yourself from practicing the first time. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna speak the native language and impress all the people. While he might feel like a younger man, Emil Rattleband, Rattleband won't be able to legally say he is one. Rattleband, a 69-year-old self-help guru from the Netherlands, sparked a court battle last month in an effort to switch his birth year from 1949 to 1969. Nice. Effectively making him 20 years younger, on paper at least. Uh, we talked about this a few episodes ago, and we th- basically roasted this guy. But now... It turns out he won't be able to do what he sought out to do. If you're wondering what this guy looks like, uh, he looks kind of like um, Josh Brolin on the worst day of his life. Damn. And just the fact that he's trying to pose himself as a 49-year-old. So brazen. Like It is so brazen. You it's look, disrespectful is what it is. You look all of 87 years old. Like, dude, like, I think you're lying about me 69. Like, there's no way you're 69 years old. I'm talking about... You're Quote, 49. when I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, nice. I don't get an answer, Rattleband, not so humbly explained. When I'm 49, with the face I have, I will be in a luxurious position. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Now, okay, to be quite fair, not the worst looking dude I've seen. But I'm, I'm not saying all that. I'm saying, like, no, you look. All of those 69 years. Definitely does not look 49. All of the 69 years are on your face, sir. Yeah, if you looked for, if you said you were 49, like people would wonder, like, what your iron count is. All the years on your face. All of them. Bruh. A court in Arnhem, a city in the Dutch province of Gelderland, rejected. Why these words? Huh? It's like, why these words? But go on. I should have just. Why are they words? I should have prepped. Why are they words? Uh, they rejected Rattleband's argument based on other laws that are founded on age, such as such as the rules that designate when someone is old enough to vote. Quote, Mr. Rattleband is at liberty to feel 20 years younger than his real age and to act accordingly, the court said in a statement Monday, according to the New York Post. But amending his date on birth would cause 20 years of records to vanish from the register of births, deaths, marriages, and registered partnerships. This would have a, ver- a variety of undesirable legal and social implications. So he's almost trying to be like Thanos and just erase 20 years 20 years from existence. Yeah. And so I guess it has way more legal implications than you just being... He's just being a baby. Just date your age, bro. It's not, it's not even that. It's like, why would anyone believe you? Like, why do you... Like, would you think this is your hurdle? For finding people, not the fact that you're just like a self-help guru, like you, you're, I think you're skipping all these steps of why you, like you don't have a, you don't have a real job, sir. Yeah. What that like, if you're sick, if I'm 69, I, if I'm trying to get like nice, young, <laughs> I'm trying to get like young women. I know I need to step my sugar daddy game up. That's the only option because if you're 69 years old, like this, I mean you can't be it. Wait, so, how old? Are we? How old? Oh God! How how old how old are you? Fuck it, sixty nine. Nice. All right. All right. Um, if you're that old, then you just know that. No, these guys, you can't you, you can't go to the courts with that shit, man. Nah. To the court. To you want the court to help you try to help you get laid. Like they already have enough shit to deal with. The thing is, there's people on there trying to not go to jail for murder. And try to make bail. How are you gonna say that with your face that you have a you be in a legit position, but you need the court to help you get laid? With your face, Bruh. You see, you see how backwards those statements are. You need the court to help you get laid. You trying to you trying to pass litigation to get you in someone's bed? Be talking about with your face. Like I think that you're missing something here. Yeah, I've never meet the court. For, I never need to go to court for that. If you're, if you're such a self-help guru, why don't you self-help yourself into someone else's pants, huh? 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 How about that? How about that? How about that? Oh, man, I was really forced. But I thought it was funny. Somebody out there laughed. 
And whoever it is, thank you. Right. Whoever you are, thank you. But yeah, uh, we'll see you in hell, Rattleband. Um, I mean, I'm not in hell. Just I guess I don't think I don't think you're going to hell for that. It's just like, you tried it. You tried it. That's all. Like I feel like it's like got to say that I don't. I don't think want to damn him. Just like I feel like when you get to the place, they'll be like, they're like, really, really, <laughs> really though. Man, let him inside. All right, just fam. Let him in. Fuck. How old are you when you died? <laughs> I don't think he'd be. I don't think he'd die when he dies though. Like not, he's not dying this year, is he? I hope not, but if he is, oh God, I hope not. I hope not either. But but if he does, like St. Peter, be like nice. <laughs> <laughs> like that's gonna happen. There's a war going on outside. No man is safe from, and it don't matter if you're three feet or eight one. Yeah, this is the war between Android and iPhone users. Mm. Now listen, back in the day, I used to be a big Apple fanboy. I had a bunch of iPods. Changed the game on how you listen to music. I loved it. Loved the products. But then something happened. A moment in time that will possibly shift humanity as we know it for the rest of our days. The iPhone was released and millions of people around the world flocked to their local electronic stores apple stores phone carriers to buy said iphone and all was good but then a rival company came a new challenger arrived put in a quarter press start it was a young company named google they looked at the market share of iPhones. They looked at the market share of other phone companies, BlackBerry. You remember them, right? Still around. Palm Pilot. Remember them? They're not, they're not so much. But maybe a little bit. No. Google looked at the landscape and said, eh! We want a piece of that. And yet another star was born. The Android phone. And the difference was, was that Android wasn't proprietary to one manufacturer. No, they spread the love. And the technology that went into these phones was moving at a rapid pace. Cameras, screens, holdings. And here we are today, in the year 2018, about to be the year 2019. And we still have a debate on why iPhone is superior to Android or Android is superior to iPhone. And I'll tell you this. It stems down to the text messages. Green text bubbles versus blue text bubbles. And I want to say something just real quick. I got some shit I need to get off my chest. You iPhone users out there, Looking down upon us Android users simply because our text bubbles are green ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Shamed! Because it is not our fault that we chose a superior operating system, a superior product to your iPhones. No! You need to be mad at Apple. Because everybody can see that the contrast of lime green with white letters is just bad design. They wanted you to think that we were less than you. So they did that on purpose. They made that design choice intentionally to make you feel like you're better than me. Well, you're not! As a matter of fact... Y'all ain't ready to have this conversation. I don't even know if I should say this, Ed. Go I don't ahead. even know if I should say it out loud. No, get it out. You're, you're not ready to hear this. You're already no, in. you're not ready to hear it. You're already in All right, there, you know man. what? Fuck it. There are Samsung products in your iPhone. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Do your history. Use your Googles. Huh? Googles. Your map app is trash. Your screen, not as bright. Not as vivid. 
And don't even get me started on Siri. She can't even tell me how high Mount Kilimanjaro is. Truly can't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she can. But I'll tell you right now, the Google Assistant's better. I can screen phone calls with my phone. You know that? If somebody's calling me and I don't want to talk to them, I just hit screen call. And now I get a Google Assistant taking my calls for me. That's right. I have my own personal assistant in my pocket at all times. You iPhone users with your blue text bubbles thinking you're so great. Why? How? How, Sway? You don't have the answers. You're just listening to some, some, some bullshit, some weirdo on the internet told you to believe. And I'll tell you one more thing, Ed, about these iPhone users thinking that they're so much better than us. You guys keep getting swindled into buying the same shit every time they come out with a new phone. Sad. Meanwhile, we still get innovation. We get new shit every time they come out. And not just colors. Not just bezel-less screens. We get better cameras. Better battery life. Better software. Better UI. It all starts with the Android platform. Hell, some of our phones even still have headphone jacks. You remember those? So in closing, iPhone users out there, and I want you to listen to me very carefully. Suck it. I've, I've heard this iPhone versus Android war for years, and I'm just not going to fall for the fact that they're making me think this is more than just a goddamn phone. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying that shit at all. It's a fucking phone. No, no, I, I, I'll say this: when you buy an iPhone, it does change your life because the ecosystem surrounding the Apple products makes you have to buy a Mac computer. It makes you have to use iTunes. It makes you have to use all of their other the Lightning cable. You have to use that. Yeah. So you have to buy into their lifestyle. You have to buy into their culture. Apple culture. But I'm not going to... That's why you all are a part of a cult and you're weird. I'm, I'm just not going to believe the fact that this is more than a goddamn phone. Like, it's a phone. Well, that's because um, you're an Android user, Ed. You're smarter than most people. I'm not, I'm not going to do that to them. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to believe this is it was more than a phone. Like, I've, y'all been trying to sell this for me for years. I'm just like, I'm nope. Go, on, go to the next house. I'm good. Like, I'm just trying. To, I'm gonna get the best phone. I got the. I got the. I have an Android phone because at the time when I looked at the market of phones, it was the best phone out there, and so I got that. And if Apple has the best phone at the time, I'll get an iPhone. They never do. Not, they it, never do. That's the thing. They never do. They'll have you believe that they do, but they don't. Look at the specs. They don't. It don't matter to me. It don't matter to me because, like, y'all can say y'all can argue what you want about Apple versus I, iPhone users, but, like, I. You going you can still take pictures with both phones. It's fine. You can take my phone takes better pictures. You can take no. You, you can take pictures of your, of your meals with both phones. My phone takes better pictures of you meals. Can document police brutality. My phone takes phones. better documentation of police brutality. You can. Your dick pics come out the same. My dick pic looks amazing on the Android. It's like it don't matter. So that's what I'm saying you can't you can't sell me the fact that like oh. If you have an iPhone versus Android, it's gonna be the same shit. Like it don't matter. It's what not you're the doing. same shit. My shit is better. It's the same shit. It really is. Like it's a fucking phone. Just get off the shit. Like you have better things to do with your time. I have nothing better to do with my time. About cell phones, because I mean, in the end of the, the end of the day, they both. You're just making phone calls and contacting people, and my phone makes better phone calls. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. So I mean, my phone gives a fuck. Like okay. That's it. Like, I don't have nothing to say about this shit. Suck it. All right. Estradamus. All right. You've been talking a big game about this. Is it a big game? I mean, I'm very interested in hearing what you have to say. And you told me you were going to freestyle it. So I'm just going to let you, I'm going to let you rock. All right. Um, I had a friend recently tell me that, uh, she doesn't like to go on social media or she's saying that she's going to take a break from social media because looking at her makes her, de- looking at her makes her depressed. 
And I guess like when you're in a, a rough, going through a rough patch in your life, like seeing other people's like wins can make you feel a certain way about what, about where you are in life because you can't, because people don't really put that stuff out there about if they're in a bad place or you see these people going on vacations or like the nice few people are having or like fitness goals or whatever. So she was saying that she wants to take a break from social media because of that. But I don't want people to know that um, just because your Instagram is a pop doesn't mean that you're not popping. I mean, because sometimes, even though you may not be in those situations where you can celebrate what you're doing in life and you may be struggling, it's the struggles that define you as a person um, overall more so than the high points. Because anyone can um, have a fancy meal, or be on a great vacation, or or it or just and take pictures of that and document that. But sometimes, you know, you may not be in a situation where you can go on a vacation, or you may be down on your luck, you may have experienced a loss, lost your job, or whatever. Um, but I think it's how you respond to those moments that define you more as a person than what you can post on Instagram. So you just can't buy into everything you see on Instagram, people's wins, and don't take that as your losses because even if you are in a low point, like the best parts, the best moments that made you who you are, you probably didn't document because you're there, there are your struggles. And that's what sharpened you as a person. So if you go on Instagram, don't worry about what people are celebrating and wonder where you are and wonder why aren't you doing that because the best moments that defined what you are or who you are as a person, you probably weren't able to document. You have to go through it, but you got through it and you are where you are now. So just because you can't post everything doesn't mean that you're not in a great place. I just want to sort of piggyback off of what you said. You're absolutely right. It's the struggles that build your character. Absolutely. And everything that is post-worthy, quote-unquote, should be celebrated, I think. Yes. But that's not even the most interesting parts of people's lives. That's the dressing. You're right. That's the dressing. The meat is the struggle. Like The adversity that you overcome, that is the substance of what you are. And you may not be able to post all that. You can't post, you know, the moments when you're crying in your room or when you're just down in the dumps or you just feel like the world is just be, is being on top of you because you have to get up from that. And that is like the meat of who you are. That's the substance of what you are. And you can't post that all the time. So I think when people are in, people are in that situation when they're down, you look at other people, you look at other people's icing and you're just like, oh man, like why, can, why aren't I there? Yeah. But it shouldn't be the, but like you... The fact that you are where you are and you can overcome that, that's what's going to define you as a person. So it's not, so it's like how you, as how you respond to adversity, I feel, that defines you. I think we should celebrate the struggle just as much as we do the wins. Yeah, absolutely. We should should definitely celebrate someone's, uh, you know, checking account being overdrafted just as much as when they, get that promotion exactly because i mean the promotion because the overdraft makes the promotion that much sweeter right because like you came from this to this right it was that journey that because if you always had that isn't that you don't know how to appreciate it exactly so all right so here's my pro tip for the week not gonna be as um substantial as that (coughs) (coughs) pro tip for the week is don't cough into a microphone (laughs) Uh, moving at a consistent pace will lead to satisfaction a lot better than trying to sprint and stop into things too quickly. You may have to slow down and change patterns in order to catch your breath once in a while, but always keep moving until you reach your goal. Oh yeah, this method could also be applied for the bedroom, but you should have already known that. I hope you did. Slow and steady. Wins the race. And also will wins the come race. So you're back to that. Always comes back to come. I mean, you know, like 
like so something I like, I like that you fall. I just kind of want to watch you fall. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening. Um, don't forget to like, share, review, subscribe. Even if, we, even if I can't read the iTunes reviews. Even if we can't read the iTunes reviews. I'm going to find them, so just put them out there. And definitely check out our friends, our other podcast friends out yeah. there in the world. Navage Pancake had, like, every, you, they had podcasts about, like, our stupid, you're just playing dumb. And they had an argument about what stupid is. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I didn't hear I didn't, that. Like, I want to comment back, but I like it would like, have been way too long. Like Because I had a take on it, but... God, it would have been so long. I was like, my thumbs up. I got tired. All right, so I'll check that out. Yeah, like, no, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good episode. All right. So shout out to them. Shout out to them. The last episode was pretty good. Yeah. Shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to Little Podcast in Texas. Shout out to uh, Houston-ish. Shout out to Random Ramsley. Hold my pasties, please. Hold my pasties, please. Thank you for the review. Thank you for the shout out. We just got that note that uh, you shouted us out on the latest episode. I haven't heard it yet, so it could have been them shit-talking us. Either way, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the Either way, thank you. All right, but we'll see you guys next week. They come talk about your shit, iPhone, your shit Android phones. <laughs> <laughs> they come and do with that. Either way, it's fine. I'll take it. Now we just got beef. All right, <laughs> see you guys.